And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer right here at Redeemer Broadcasting. And joining me in the studio today, Dr. John Vance. I'm happy to be here, Dan. Well, it's great to have you. And, uh, you know, I'm just looking at the calendar here today, and no surprise, Christmas is just uh, a mere three days off. But also today is the first day of winter, and I think there's a term they use for that. Yeah, it's 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 called the solstice. Oh, yes. Uh, that's when the... Uh the sun is at a certain position uh, yeah. and distance from the earth. There's the summer solstice, which is mm-hmm. in June, and the winter solstice, which is in December. So right now we have the, the minimum daylight hours. I believe that's what that's it right. equates to. And what is it in June? It's the maximum, yeah. the longest day of yeah. the year. So um, this is a, this is an absolutely wonderful time of the year. Uh, last week we spoke about... Uh, Advent and the Christmas season. Christmas now is just a few days away. Um, this is a great time to talk about several subjects that are related to this time of year. And uh, one of the things that's right on the top of my mind, we'll get to many of them, is just the the busyness. I don't mean business, but the busyness um, that we get caught up in. I sometimes feel a lot of pressure because there's too many things to do given the amount of time to do it in. I've noticed two times uh, of the year in women's lives in particular where they're most busy. It's usually around Christmas trying to get everything done. Right. And young women who are preparing for marriage, they just wear themselves exactly. out getting ready for their marriage. Yeah. The and wedding. There's certain expectations, at least that we perceive. I'm not sure all of them are real, but but there are certain expectations we think people have and that we place upon ourselves and sometimes i wonder if it'd be better just to calm down a little bit sit down take a few uh, breaths of air and just uh, chill out as it were we we can't allow uh, perceived demands just to rule our lives <laughs> and in some ways that steals our freedom doesn't it as a christian yeah. I think in order to be free, one has to seek simplicity. Simplicity. Uh, simplicity and freedom. You know the old Shaker hymn, "'Tis a gift to be simple, tis a gift to mm-hmm. be free." Mm-hmm. Well, the Shakers understood that the two go together. If if you're living a complicated life, mm-hmm. you're not free. You know what I'll do is um, I'll uh, I think I'll just uh, bring it up here shortly, just a few lines of that, so the listeners uh, hear that tune. Go. There's the tune, uh, "'Tis a Gift to be Simple." <laughs> yes, yes, it's a wonderful hymn. And, and I think this time of the year, if we really are going to enjoy Christmas or New Year's, we have to approach things uh, reducing the burdens and obligations around us so that right. we can enjoy things. Right. Um, we typically, as most families do, get together with close family uh, during this time, whether it be Christmas Eve or Christmas or the day after Christmas, kind of varies now because of the different schedules of the kids. You know, we've got two children that are now married, and uh, Stephen's back from Stony Brook during this uh, time of year. Uh, So uh, sometimes things vary a little bit, but uh, I like that idea of kind of simplifying things. 
Now, uh, we have a break coming up in a couple of minutes, but um, besides the busyness, there also seems to be, um, I guess the word is a lot of excesses that take place. Well, don't we call that uh, uh, the spirit of greed, maybe? We, we yeah. seek out to acquire the acquisitive spirit. Right. Uh, and it produces complication. I think when I'm talking about simplicity, is also learning to avoid the deadly sin of greed. That is a very good point. Uh, now, I'm not a, uh, in any way speaking to people who go out and spend money and enjoy Christmas. Uh, right. It's a time of celebration. Maybe we can talk about that after the break, mm-hmm. how to celebrate and to have fun in life. But on the other hand, uh, we must uh, make sure that we don't overspend what we can spend for Christmas. There are people who end up trying to pay their debts off practically the rest of the year after Christmas. Yeah, what's the use of that? Uh, that that's a burden. I don't mean um, what's the use of paying your debt. I mean, what's the use of uh, getting that much debt to begin that's with? That's <laughs> right. It, it's, it's, it's slavery, and, yeah. and greed is an enslaving sin. Mm. Uh, it's also true that uh, we may be overly frivolous at the time of the mm-hmm. year and so forth. So I think we, we can never just simply check our brains and cease no. to be wise in the way we go about things. And, and I think that, that the um, the businesses that are in sales, uh, retailers, almost want you to uh, put your brain aside and act on emotion and overspend. Impulse. The Impulse, truth, truth yeah. is, uh, and I don't begrudge the, the merchant, Sure. Most merchants uh, make uh, their margin of profit during the months of November and that December. That is true. So I don't begrudge them. Uh, Not at all. They, they need to live as well, and you can understand they want to sell you mm-hmm. something. But on the other hand, you also have to be careful in how you uh, spend your money because mm-hmm. you can enslave yourself uh, through debt. Yeah. What we'll do, we'll take a short break today. We're talking about... Uh, Christmas on this first day of winter. Christmas is a mere three days away. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with our program in just a minute. Now a reminder that your gifts to this ministry enable us to bring you thoughtful, Christ-centered programming 24 hours a day. Would you prayerfully consider helping us with a tax-deductible gift this month? Redeemer Broadcasting is a 501c3 not-for-profit broadcast ministry. We're entirely listener-supported and have no advertisements. If you would like to help support us this month, and perhaps in the future, our mailing address is Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Once again, Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Stay with us now for the second half of our program.
And welcome back. You're tuned to A Plain Answer right here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. In the studio with me today, Dr. John Vance. Today being the first day of winter, uh, Christmas is a mere three days away. We've been talking about some of the issues that are attendant with this time of year, whether those issues be just the overall busyness, or some might say the tyranny of the urgent, uh, various excesses and, and greed and that sort of thing. Um, don't want to get too negative either because this is just an absolutely wonderful time of year. Um, maybe we could just quickly touch on how to celebrate Christmas and uh, in a way that glorifies the head and king of the church. Well, the head and king of the church, our <laughs> Lord Jesus Christ, when the time was appropriate, did know how to celebrate yeah. And and people must not forget that. He was accused, by the way, of uh, being a wine-bibber. Yes, he was. He was also criticized uh, for other aspects of his lifestyle because he was not, if you will, austere uh, like some of the um, uh, people like John the Baptist and others. Right. And he didn't put on a frowny face and going around as, so true. Uh, and so forth. He went to a wedding at Cain of Galilee. He loved life. Yes, those those, those yeah. weddings, as I understand it, were took place over three days. Can you imagine? Now, I don't know whether he was there the whole time, but he did enter into life, mm. and he knew how to fully enjoy life. Doesn't yeah. The Scriptures clearly says that mm-hmm. God has given us all things richly to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And he actually changed the water into wine. Mm-hmm. And um, I come from a teetotaler background, but I want to assure you that was alcoholic wine. <laughs> well, yes, they, they knew the difference. There's so. no question about that, uh, given the words of the yeah. of the ruler of the feast uh, of that day. The uh, Christmas time and how to celebrate. Um, coming up in uh, several days, I... Um, your your family, your, your girls are going to be in town and enjoy. Yes, your, yeah. And and uh, we, one of the one of the uh, great uh, aspects of our Christmas is that we do get to give each other meaningful gifts. Mm-hmm. It's not just an obligation to give a gift, but uh, I enjoy my wife and I enjoy now that our girls are grown and they don't have uh, a lot of resources. I mean, they've got they they do pretty well. Make mm-hmm. make no mistake about that. Uh, one is married and uh, they do fine. But it's a joy to give them a a gift that they would appreciate and remember their mother and yes. father, Praise and so we try to do that. that. I, sometimes it's a, a book that's uh, dear to me. Sometimes it might be a piece of uh, furniture or an item that I received from my grandfather. That's really and neat. Give it yes. now so that it can be passed on and let them know about our heritage and things yes. like that. Yeah, that's that's important. You know the. The other day, I went out to eat lunch and brought my dad, and we went to Winchell's Pizza. Some of you who are local know which building I'm talking about there in Shokan. And Dad was reminiscing, and when he got into the building, um, you know, at one point that building was owned by his grandfather, and ah. it had been moved by him out of what would become the basin, the lower basin of the Ashokan Reservoir. So it's got a rich history. And he looked across the way and said, that's where that's where my wife and I, he said, you know, used to live when you were first uh, born and that sort of thing, you know, where they rented some living quarters. Um, and he was sharing me that house over there was owned by my grandfather. And it was uh, really neat. And uh, 
I think these traditions and recounting of history, and you mentioned handing on to your kids maybe something of value, yes, uh, an heirloom or what have you, is just so very important. Not so much expensive in one sense, no. but rich in meaning uh, for mm-hmm. our family. And Paul Toynier, years ago, I don't know whether you've ever heard of him, Mm-mm. he was a Swiss psychoanalyst, uh, medical doctor and psychoanalyst, who was also an evangelical Christian. Very good. And he wrote a number of books like The Meaning of Persons. Uh, he wrote one that I especially enjoyed called The Meaning of Gifts. <laughs> and what he says in uh, this matter of meaning of gifts, that we have to be careful in our gift giving. First of all, it has to be truly a gift. Often we give a gift expecting something in return. That's true. Often we give a gift very thoughtlessly. And so when we give a gift to someone, it must be truly a gift. If it's not, then it's an act of manipulation Mm -hmm. and not a free gift from our heart. And the giving of gifts also speaks of salvation. Look at our salvation in Jesus Christ. It's a totally Mm. free gift from God. Now, that's neat. He gives us something which, number one, improves our lives. Think of what, what the love of God in Christ does for us. He gives us salvation, which is out of his great love, and his great love is meant to improve and better us. Mm. So our gifts would be a small reflection of God's great gift of love to us. And grace. Yeah. Oh, that's Yes, neat. It's that's a, neat. it is a reflection, and yeah. it's meant to benefit and edify. Mm-hmm. Now, this is also a time where we uh, center on families and have um, just um, maybe a little extra time to spend with our families. You know, you mentioned your girls coming in, uh, our son Stephen coming up from Stony Brook, and, of course, he's in transition now, eventually, uh, very shortly here. He'll be going back to Long Island to uh, begin a new job, probably. So uh, it's, it's, it's a wonderful blessing to, to be with our families. Well, these are opportunities, uh, Christmas, Easter, uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. These are opportunities to maintain our relationships and enrich them. As, as our children get older, or our parents... Mm-hmm. Uh, these kinds of opportunities cement the family and bring mm. us together and give us support. You know, we need support of other people. Uh, there are certain things that a human being needs. Uh, Hobart Maurer, a famous uh, psychoanalyst as well, maybe a psychologist. I don't remember off the top of my head what his exact uh, education was. But he says every person has four basic needs. One of them is to be able to love and in return to be loved by a significant other. Mm-hmm. And boy, that comes from our family. Yeah. Then he goes on to say that uh, we have two other basic needs in addition to those first two, and that is uh, to believe that other people think we have worth yes. and for us to know that we have worth. Mm-hmm. Now, all four of these basic needs are fulfilled in close relationships and particularly in the family. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful opportunity as we gather in our families to administer grace to each other. Yeah, amen to that. Um, right on the heels of that thought, of course, is, um, you know, maybe um, about a year ago, I spent some time with a man a bit, little bit, little bit younger than myself, um, helping him, and then you got introduced to him. Um, unfortunately, he ended up taking his own life, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, this thing of loneliness, um, of course, his his circumstances were, were were severe, but many people are very lonely 
during this time of year and uh, just seeing other Christians and enjoying their families uh, exacerbates the problem even further in their lives, it seems. And so um, what kind of words of encouragement can we have for that single person, perhaps, who's longing for a mate, hasn't found one, or perhaps uh, you've lost uh, a loved one? Um, What are some real practical helps that we could give today? Well, families uh, are important and the key, and I'll start from that standpoint. There's a sense in which, though, we bring a lot of this on ourselves through the breakup of our families. But even if we didn't break up our families, time breaks up our family. We mm-hmm. lose a spouse. We lose yeah. a child. Uh, life can be very tough. Mm-hmm. And there are people uh, that are listening to us today, Dan, who are very lonely, may be very alienated due to their own lifestyle from their sure. family members, and now uh, long and need that affection and fellowship and support that comes from a family. Uh, I think as Christians, we ought to to particularly look out for this. We try to invite in Thanksgiving and Christmas uh, someone who is like this in this situation mm-hmm. into our families to, to enjoy the celebration. I also think that if you are a Christian single out there or someone who's going through difficult times, you've lost a husband, uh, I would encourage you to be in the fellowship of uh, Christian people. Go to your church services and make sure that you're not really alone the loneliness can be accentuated. The the yes. neediness that you have at Christmas time when you perceive that everyone else is out there having a grand old time and here right. you are in a state of misery. And it's it's not well known that there's this factor around Christmas and mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and other times of the year. And there are more suicides in this time of the year true. than almost That's any true. other time. The old King James verse comes to mind. There is a friend who sticketh closer than a brother. Um, but that does need to be fleshed out. And um, one practical thing you just basically touched on would be going to a church service, maybe inviting a friend to come along with you. And uh, may not be family, maybe not uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, just, uh, just a friend. And uh, attend that service with them. Just a real practical, simple thing to do. Well, uh, I, I also try to uh, make sure I read uh, The Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Uh, hmm. I picked it up again the other day, and I thought, well, I need to read this again. There's so many wonderful and good lessons in Charles Dickens to begin with. And The Christmas Carol uh, demonstrates how, a, uh, if you will, an alienated and stingy, grubby, Hmm. uh, old, hard-hearted human being (laughs) is softened up through God's grace in other people. What I like about you is that um, you didn't rent the movie, n- nothing against the movies, but you picked up the book. I didn't know whether there was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did, kind of. And um, I-, I wonder if um, maybe we've missed some tonic for our souls and psychological tonic in always replacing books with um, with with the film, with the media, with uh, the Fox News, with the whatever, as good as it may be. I'm not sure that it can really replace uh, an old-fashioned book. No, it provides uh, too much for our imagination. Uh, Mm -hmm. Charles Dickens and people like that, Lewis Carroll, Hmm. uh, they had a way with words and painting pictures, and and we are to develop that. That's the Mm -hmm. creative process. And I think that when we just sit down and look at a film, uh, 
we're in some ways sharing in the creative process, mm-hmm. but to a much less degree than actually reading a book, yeah. where our imagination I think you're right. is developed through the process. And and for those who may have gotten out of the practice of reading books, um, it, it's a matter of just trying, and it may be co- uncomfortable at first. We have a couple of book clubs we run at Westminster for that reason, to uh-huh. make sure the young people, the, the, the uh, college uh, or uh, high schoolers are mm-hmm. are reading and reading in a certain context with grown ups, mm-hmm. and we also um, uh, do it for other reasons too uh, to get people doing something for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it will help our minds. I, I find that my mind uh, drifts more easily now that I'm older than it used to, and the more I read, the more it will help me keep a younger mind, as it were. Um, we're talking about uh, Christmas. Christmas is coming up in three days, and uh, various things that go along with this time of year. Certainly, we talked about excesses and greed. Um, what about this um, sin of sloth? Can we talk about that and jump to that for just a moment? I, I do think that some of these sins go together. You know, they're, they're, yeah. at, at, at heart or at the deepest level, uh, sin is just a single thing, but it mm-hmm. manifests itself in different ways. Yes as it branches out into sloth, greed, pride, uh, mm-hmm. these kinds of things. Sloth, too, um, is something that, that – what is sloth? It's being less than what we should be. Mm-hmm. Now, we can be slothful by substituting, if you will, diversions in the place of some of the that things exactly of our duty. Right. So we must not allow ourselves around Christmas time to be diverted from the main reason. That's a good point. Uh, remember, it's to focus upon Christ, focus upon our families, focus upon the support of those who need help and encouragement. Mm-hmm. Because Christmas really is a celebration of God coming into our world, and he has come to be our helper, our comfort. He's come into the midst of our world to be our companion with us. Right. And we don't fulfill the meaning of Christmas until likewise we do some of that ourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, I see we're just about at the end of the program today. We're running out of time quickly. I want to thank you, dear listener, for joining us today for this discussion here on A Plain Answer. And maybe you have a uh, question for Pastor Vance that you would like to have him address, either just personally or uh, maybe we can uh, tackle it over the air, maybe in the new year. Um, please avail yourself of the opportunity and email us. Our email address is ministry at RedeemerBroadcasting.org. You can also try our toll-free number. That number is 888-724-4427. And there is a mailbox there on that uh, number where you can leave uh, a question for a plain answer. Just a really quick wrap-up thought. One minute to go. Uh, John Vance. Well, this is a wonderful time of the year. Uh, I listened to... uh, uh, the Charlie Brown music, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Christmas time is here, mm-hmm. and and a wonderful thing. And uh, there's a a little skit that goes with that. And and uh, Linus says, Charlie Brown, you're the only person I know who I'm paraphrasing who can make a great time of the year a downer and mess it up. <laughs> um, if you know Christ, uh, I don't think you'll ever. Uh, be be a, a negative presence uh, right. at Christmas. You'll be a positive. It's a wonderful celebration. Enter into it and enjoy yes. and celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
And uh, to all of you uh, from Redeemer Broadcasting and for those of us here on A Plain Answer who have participated over over this past year, we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas to you and to your family. And a quick reminder to join us next week for another edition of A Plain Answer.